Hello, Devlin here with you, and welcome to another Mondo Nostalgia podcast, and I hope you're having a great day, and uh, I certainly am, and the fact that you press play right now makes it even better. I know there's a lot of stuff going on out there that you could be doing right now, but the fact that you're giving me half an hour of your day... That makes me smile even harder. And I'm getting to talk today about something I truly love. I'm going to be talking about the DC Extended Universe, I believe they're calling it now. And I am going to rank the eight films in that movie. Now, when I'm talking the DC Universe, of course, there's a lot of movies I could cover. But I'm only concentrating on the extended universe so I won't be looking into the Chris Nolan Batman films I'm not going to be looking into the classic Superman films the you know Richard Donner Richard Lester I'm not going to be looking into the Batman films with the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher and I'm not even going to look at the Joaquin Phoenix Joker I'm just going to um, look at the eight that are connected in that world. The other ones are kind of offshoots. I love a lot of those ones, too. I was brought up as a DC fan. I watched the old Super Friends. I read the comics. Uh, it wasn't until the movies came that I became a big Marvel fan, too. I think the only thing I really knew much about was maybe Spider-Man before that. But DC, I've always had a warmth in my heart. Uh, I grew up loving Batman, and as I got older, I realized I'm a huge Superman fan, too. I also, just as a kid, used to watch the old Wonder Woman series, and there's something about the DC Universe that warms my heart. Now, as some of you know, a lot of people crap on the DC Universe, and I can understand why some people don't like the movies. I personally actually don't hate any of these movies. I wish some of them were a little better, but I don't hate on them. I actually think they did a pretty good job. In fact, I kind of like the style of the DC movies, even though I love the Marvel Extended Universe. I, uh, I have to say, I have a soft spot for DC, and I decided I would do that. I've also ranked the Marvel Universe in one of my older podcasts, so you can look for that. Maybe we'll even uh, put a link to it, you know, got to give Corda something to do. Uh, so, yeah, put a link to the Marvel rankings uh, of those movies if you're interested. But today I'm going to be talking about the eight, and I'm going to rank them in order from eight to one, and then uh, if we have some time at the end, I'm going to take a look at three of the trailers that uh, the DC Comic-Con released. Uh, some are going to be connected to this universe, others are not. But uh, I decided I want to take a look at them. Time permitted, I'm going to have to talk about these eight movies. You know me, when I get talking movies, I get talking movies. So let's jump right into it with movie number eight. It's Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. As I said, I don't hate any of these movies, uh, but they're, the first two in this were ones that I would consider big disappointments. I think uh, Margot Robbie uh, did a great job uh, bringing Harley Quinn to life, uh, and I think I was really looking forward to this. 
and Kathy Yon did a really good job with this, but I had some problems early on with this movie. Uh, I just felt that the when the team started coming together, that's when I think the movie got interesting. The movie actually starts with, you know, Harley Quinn's character, you know, mourning the loss of her relationship with Joker. And it's... Because, you know, Jared Leto isn't in this film, it, it just kind of makes it... There was a, a lot of sadness and wallowing, and they go for some really broad comedy. I don't know if it worked for me. In fact, I, I, I actually found it kind of sad and pathetic, and they were losing me fast. But once the rest of the team started coming together, I actually started liking it. Um, I wasn't a fan of all the characters. In fact, I thought some of the characters were very lackluster and really hope that if they do do a follow-up, that we get to know those characters a bit more. Margot Robbie, don't get me wrong, even though I didn't like the material she worked with, she still is the embodiment of Harley Quinn to me. What saved this movie for me is the third act. I think the third act is actually really well done. Um, uh, in fact, it may have even got a failing grade, but the third act was so good, as in the battle sequence. And if you know me, I'm not the biggest fan. Like, I love battle sequences, but it's very often that a battle sequence will tip my you know, my radar to the other side, but for Birds of Prey, it did. Ewan McGregor was really good in the movie. I felt his performance was a little strange, because in every scene he was in, it seemed like he was trying to do something different. Now, maybe that's how the character is, I'm not certain, but I don't know if it worked for me. Anyhow, Birds of Prey, there has to be a movie at number eight. I put it at number eight. But as I said, the coming together of the team and the final act with the battle was actually really well choreographed and put together, giving it a nice plus. So that means all the movies on this list have pluses. Coming in at number seven is Man of Steel. Now, I know a lot of people really love this movie, and some really do not. And sadly, I am one that did not like this, and I'm a huge Superman fan. Zack Snyder directed it, and it looks beautiful. This is a beautiful-looking film. And I, as I said, I love Superman films, but... There was more negatives than positives. Now, I have seen this movie three times now, and it constantly gets a little better for me, but not in leaps and bounds. In fact, this movie probably sits just at the passable grade, just as I said, a little bit over Birds of Prey. In fact, I was going back and forth whether I should you know, give Birds of Prey the thing. Uh, one thing I love about it is Henry Cavill. I think uh, Christopher Reeves will always be my Man of Steel because I was a kid when I saw him and he embodies it. But Henry Cavill looks great as Superman, but he also gets to work with a deeper philosophy um, that 
other Superman have not had. And I think Henry gets it. And I think he gets it so much that he has embodied that character to me. I really hope we get to see him in more stuff, and there's hints that we will be, which makes me happy. The problems I had with Man of Steel are very different than others. I know some people were all up in arms of, oh my god, and there's mild spoilers throughout this, so I'll warn you. But, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, you probably aren't running out to see all the DC movies. But, you know, there is a scene where Superman has to decide whether to kill someone, and he does. I actually thought that's one of the most powerful scenes in the movie. Things I had problems with, with, I, I think Jor-El just does too much in this movie. I love the setup they do. Like, I was, I remember being in the theater just absolutely loving. And then Jor-El just shows up and, and does a lot to get the story rolling and, and just too much, I think. I also had some issues with um, Jonathan Kent. I love Kevin Costner and thought he was a great choice. But his, uh, again, mild spoiler, his final scene is a little over the top and kind of ridiculous in my eyes and isn't needed at all. And basically, I also had some issues with Lois Lane. I have no problems with Amy Adams. She's really good. But just the fact that Lois could manage to defy gravity and defy speed. She would show up places that like took Superman and and Zod, you know, you know, they're flying or jumping and stuff, and she shows up like in a taxi in no time and stuff. And she just kind of defies gravity in another scene. And I think they just really didn't think about a lot of that. And it really put me off on the whole feel of the film. So unfortunately, Man of Steel, which is killer to me, is the fact that I have to put it at number seven, and I love Superman so much. Number six, Justice League. This should have been a lot higher, but unfortunately, maybe it will when we get to see Zack Snyder's cut of this film. Uh, I had some issues with this movie. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I actually thought it was quite lighthearted, although I didn't like that they kind of changed Batman a lot. He went from this dark, brooding guy and, and, and then kind of just got neutered. Like, all of a sudden, I made some friends. And uh, I don't know, they, the past that they reveal to us, or hint at at least, that Batman had, I think he would still, but because they were lightening the tone a bit, Batman kind of became a little bit, like, neutered, I think is the best way to say it. Um, of course, you know, Zack Snyder had to leave this movie um, because of personal things, and they brought in, um, I'm forgetting his name, Josh Whedon, and Josh Whedon likes to lighten things up a bit, and I think Warner Brothers really wanted something a little bit more lighter due to the fact that, uh, you know, the other movies were like, oh, it's too dark, it's too dark, and stuff like that. So, I, I think, you think I, overall, I think this is a pretty good movie. It's entertaining. I love the characters. I like how the characters work together in this, and they literally work together as a team, and I think it, it succeeds a lot. It does feel very disjointed, the fact that it's got such a big canvas and it still clocks in at about two hours is just kind of weird because every other 
movie seems in the series is over two hours, it just seems like, get the job done. And I, I am one of the people who are looking forward to the Snyder cut, because I actually like what Zack Snyder's done with this universe, uh, even though a lot of people don't seem to get it. Um, but as I said, most of the things I liked in Justice League, uh, except for, like, Batman kind of changing, and uh, just the rushedness of it. But there's a sequence, and again, a spoiler, but Superman does show up in this movie. I had actually no problem with the, you know, people were like, oh, you could see that he had a mustache and they had to edit it out. I didn't feel that took me out of the movie in any way. But when he comes back with, you know, slight amnesia and they have to fight him, probably one of my favorite scenes in the DC Extended Universe. So Justice League comes in at number six. At number five is Aquaman. And I am a huge Aquaman fan too. Even I get disgraced as my friends, as kids. I'd always play Aquaman. Uh, and I loved Aquaman. I don't know. I just have a love for dolphins and water and stuff. But he always was the one to get crapped on. So I thought it was fun that Aquaman actually was one of the biggest sellers in the DC Extended Universe. I'm also old school. And, it, you know, I like Jason Momoa in the part. But I still like Aquaman being the blonde. I still like him with the old style look. But... You know what, Josh? J Jason Momoa won me over. James Wan did too. He directed Aquaman. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's very lighthearted. It's very different. There is a heart to this movie that I really love when you deal with stuff with his mom and his dad. A beautiful little love story at the beginning of this. Uh, I love as I said, Jason Momoa's take on Aquaman, and I love that you get, for a split second, you get to see that iconic suit. Well, not for a split second. He wears it near the end of the movie, but they do do the iconic suit of it. Is up until then, they just basically had him shirtless with, you know, just some uh, aqua pants on, and I'm okay with that. Jason Momoa, if I looked like Jason Momoa, I'd probably be shirtless all the time, to be honest with you. But anyhow, uh, Aquaman was fun. You got to see, like, you know, animals, um, you know, underwater creatures, you know, sharks with lasers on them, I think, were in there. A lot of great fun stuff. If I had any problems with it, it sometimes it's a little too lighthearted. Um, it kind of goes a little farther than the tone. Uh, I did like uh, Ocean Master. I liked his story, even though... I think it's very close to the Black Panther movie, but I think the main story, they actually do better than Black Panther. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cause controversy, but, you know, it's two brothers going against each other. I kind of like the wrap-up of this better than how they dealt with it in Black Panther. Uh, I, I also thought a little too much CGI, but being under the sea, I could see it. There were times I, it didn't bother me, and then there are other times that the CGI did bother me. Um, but overall, um, Aquaman, great film, falls into my number five spot. Number four, and people will be surprised how low it is, but got to remember, I love all these movies, but number four is Wonder Woman. They did an amazing job. We waited way too long for a Wonder Woman movie to come 
around. Gal Gadot taking the role as Wonder Woman and of course directed by Patty Jenkins and she did an amazing job. She nailed all the stuff from you know Paradise Island and then the World War One stuff is incredible. In fact it's very insane and uh, I think she did a great job. The romance between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine as Steve Trevor absolutely wonderful uh, I just thought that it just captured so much and it was really great the problem I had was the villains should have been more kick-ass um, they really dropped the ball in like two villains that could have been really dark and evil but they weren't and the plot kind of falls like the action sequence for the finale and I just felt the third act didn't really sell me and I think there's something to be said when you, you you get it all nailed but Patty Jenkins is an amazing director she did a great job on this uh, the visual effects are really strong I like that uh, I just loved seeing Wonder Woman's rope but that third act was an absolute mess and I know I'm gonna get in trouble because a lot of people did not like the third act in my next movie and uh, I didn't mind it and so we're gonna take a look at that now coming in at number three is Suicide Squad David Ayer directed this film and uh, it's a lot of people I understand first of all I'm gonna, I feel your pain I understand but to me Suicide Squad got the job done and did it in a way that I like my superhero movies Suicide Squad to me almost feels like the Tim Burton Joel Schumacher's Batman uh, it feels like the characters are huge cartoon characters and I love how they introduced them. I know some people didn't, like every one pretty much had a song from the past used, but I thought that was so well put together. And so I had no problem with it. Yes, I had some issues, but let's talk about the positives first. I love the actors they chose, Will Smith as Deadshot. I hope I'm getting that right. I usually screw that name up. Uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie makes her debut and does a great job. Uh, I love Jai Courtney. He was my favorite character. I loved him and I love that we only got a smattering of him. But to him as Captain Boomerang, just I absolutely love the character. Amanda Walder, Waller, played by Viola Davis. She was the scariest thing in this movie. She was so kick-ass and yeah she was the scary one honestly and I really like Jared Leto's performance as Joker I wish we got to see more I wish we got to see him in a Batman film I think that's one of the problems with the DC Universe is that Batman still hadn't had a solo movie and I think Jared Leto's I like that he made it different. I hear people always talking about how he ripped off this from this person and this. I think Joker is an absolute gangster in this movie. And we haven't seen that before. I found, you know, the Joker in the Burton films was kind of like 
just lighthearted and cartoonish like Cesar Romero in the 66 Batman. I found the, you know, uh, Heath Ledger's performance to be dark and creepy, but I didn't see it as like he knew exactly what he was doing. Like I saw a lot of mental problems. And Joaquin Phoenix, definitely mental problems. But this Joker was very, like, just about money and crime and, you know, not making a purpose. And I liked it, and I would have liked to see more of that. My big problems with Suicide Squad are, yes, the villain is a little crazy. Not even that I didn't like her performance. It was just the Enchantress doesn't seem like something you would send out a group that only has like a girl that uses a, a bat and a guy who uses a boomerang or a guy who uses rope like it's like sending the boy scouts to deal with you know armageddon or like you know an invasion by another country or something it didn't make a lot of sense and at the end of the day it was just the old you know big big jet stream into the sky kind of thing. But overall, I still think this movie was great. I love watching it, and I just had to put it at number three. Sorry. My number two film in this is funny, because I didn't even want to see this film when I saw the trailers. I thought it looked too goofy. And here it is at number two, Shazam! I love Shazam! Shazam! was directed by David F. Sandberg, and I have to say that just like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, Zachary Levi, Levi is definitely Shazam. And he is one of the best things in this movie. But I want to give a heads up to Billy Batson, too. The young actor who plays him, Asher Angel, I think is absolutely perfect. He's, you know, got a little bit of a... A, a shenanigan side to him, but it doesn't go too dark. He's got a heartbreaking side to him because of his side story. Um, things also I loved about Shazam is the humor was just right. I like that it was sort of a family film. I'm saying sort of because I'll talk about something in my negatives, but I like that. I know comic book fans want it all to be about them, but at the end of the day, comic book movies should be about for the whole family, and Shazam does that to a degree. I also like that this was such a positive portrayal of foster families. I get a little tired of seeing always the negative side, and I just love, I could have spent a whole TV series just watching, you know, this family that brought in all these different people in a foster home that they actually wanted to love and protect them and it was so refreshing to see I wouldn't be surprised if more people signed up to be foster parents after this movie Shazam was great my problems with it were is that I found it to be a little dark it's got some really dark scenes so young kids might absolutely not have some problems with it there's a boardroom scene that's pretty dark and the running joke with Santa Claus that 
I just don't know if it's really that appropriate for kids. But they had one that was a really family-friendly one here, and I still think family can still enjoy it, just maybe not really young kids. Didn't want to see Shazam, and here it is, number two on my thing. Well, you may not like it or not, but my number one is Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, directed by Zack Snyder. I absolutely love this movie. I remember sitting in the theater, and just as we were getting to the actual battle, I felt they built the tension so well. I know a lot of people have complaints like, well, you know, it's not really them fighting because, you know, Superman has to be blackmailed into fighting Batman. But the truth be told, that's how Superman would be. Batman's the badass. He wants to take him down. And I think they do a great job of explaining why Batman's so pissed off with him. Um, and I think that's wonderful. It makes all the sense in the world. And Superman needs to be pushed, because Superman is not the kind who's just going to beat somebody up just because they have dis different views. They're just not... It's not Superman's mentality. And again, the fact that so many people don't get that reminds me that people don't get Superman in this time period. And if you do, thank you. Uh, I thought it was great. I love Jesse Eisenberg. He does not get enough love. I know a lot of people said that this Lex Luthor is different than anything we did before. And that's because he's becoming the character we know from the comics. But I love that they're showing him that he's a different person. By the end of the movie, we start seeing the Lex that we kind of know. And I, I get why some people don't like this movie, but to me, I don't get why some people don't get the obviousness of some of the stuff they do. Even the resolve to this gets so much backlash, but to me, it's such a simple and easy premise. And I could just talk about this movie and defend it over and over again. Ben Affleck as Batman is just phenomenal, and Henry Cavill is continuing bringing the Superman lore. I strongly re recommend the longer cut of it. It's three hours long. Most of it they add to the Superman side of the story, and I think all the stuff is Excellent. So there it is, my number one in the DC Extended Universe, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Now, recently, DC had a Comic-Con, and uh, they released several trailers. Um, I want to talk about three of them, although I am very excited about the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Uh, the trailer didn't show us much more, but there was a lot of stuff that the stuff I didn't see, I'm very excited to see. I, I've been loving Zack Snyder's take on it. I know a lot of people don't, and I respect that. But I've loved it. So I want to see what his um, Justice League would look like. Very excited for that. But the three I want to talk about are the three big ones still to come. And one technically probably isn't in this universe, but we're going to still talk about it. And that is um, the Batman. And we'll talk about that first since it's probably not. I've been a defender of Robert Pattinson as the Batman. And I said, don't worry, we're not going to get an emo Batman. We're not going to get an emo Batman. 
And I remember when I saw the trailer, I kind of liked stuff I saw. But then when they actually showed some of the shots of Robert Pattinson, I thought, oh my God, we're going to get an emo Batman. And it kind of flipped me out a bit. Uh, some of it still looks really good, and I'm not one to judge a movie just by its trailer. As I said, Shazam, I didn't even want to go see, but because of the trailers, I thought the trailers looked lame. But I gave it a chance, and I'm glad I did. So I'm not going to rule this movie off, but I do see emo Batman in this. I'm, I'm hoping he'll prove me wrong, because Robert Pattinson is an incredible actor. And since the Twilight movies which I actually liked him in, but he has done so much in movies like High Life, uh, The Rover, um, Good Time. And uh, yeah, definitely check those movies out uh, to prepare you for this. But overall, I liked some of what I saw in that, but I am a little nervous that we might be getting a little emo Batman here, um, but we'll see. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, I think it's 84. Uh, I like some of this. Uh, I like seeing Gal Gadot again. She's really very comfortable in her um, Wonder Woman outfit. But there was some things in the trailer that scare me a lot. <coughs> Number one, Cheetah. I like Kristen Wiig. I think she is an amazing comedian. And I've seen her in a couple of dramatic things. And I think she always brings it. But... I am very nervous about her portrayal in this and the quick shots we did see of Cheetah. I'm hoping maybe they're not 100% finished yet, so we will have to see, but I am a little nervous about it. I'm also very nervous because of the beautiful romance they gave us between Steve Trevor and Diana Prince. Having Steve come back in the 80s, um, and, well, from what we see in the trailers, it looks like it's all comic relief, and that kind of worries me, because it's such a beautiful romance. I'm hoping they're only doing it to show, hey, we got some comedy in here, and Chris Pine can do comedy. But um, I have faith in Patty Jenkins, and as I said, I will make final judgment when I see it, but... This new Wonder Woman trailer was not selling me on anything. Uh, but you don't really need me. It's Wonder Woman. I'm going to be there. And finally, the one that really I liked is the, um, the new Suicide Squad. With the in the title. Which I think they could have came up with a better name. Because I think it's confusing. You're going to have Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. It's kind of like all the different Halloweens we had. Uh, but this, who cares? The, uh, it was an interesting trailer. It was a good way to do it. It's kind of a we're still filming it trailer. And it was a great way to do it. It's an incredibly big cast. Uh, some of the people returning are uh, Viola Davis, uh, Margot Robbie, and Jai Courtney. They have a ton of new characters coming in. Adrian Albus, John Cena, Pete Davidson. Just a lot. And uh, I think they're doing a lot because there's going to be a lot more death in it. I have a feeling we're going to get a stronger R-rated movie, uh, which is sad because I have a feeling um, uh, Boomerang might be one of the casualties because I know they're going to have to kill off somebody from the original movie, and I have a feeling it will definitely not be Harley Quinn. I don't think it'll be Amanda Waller. Maybe Rick Flagg? 
played by Joel Kinnaman, who was also coming back for this. It uh, looks like uh, a great movie. Uh, I like that it wasn't an official trailer. They just showed behind-the-scene action. I'm really looking forward to this, but I also told you I was a big Suicide fan, Squad fan. Uh, I don't know if this is a direct sequel because they have characters returning playing those characters. I'm going to think it's going to have a little bit of it, but I think it's going to definitely have its own tone. James Gunn has done so much for the Ga Guardians of the Galaxy. I really look forward to what he does with this. Definitely my favorite out of all the new trailers that they released at the DC Comic Con. Well, that's me talking about DC. Now I want to hear what you think. Rank your favorite um, DC Extended Universe movies. You know, give me some flack. You know, be nice about it. But you can give me some flack. I want to open conversation here. And I know this is a topic that gets people excited and wound up. So be nice to people in the thing. And let's start some communication. I want to hear what you think. And which of the new trailers did, are you most excited for? Subscribe, comment, and like. And check us out for lots of great other stuff. Thanks for taking this 30 minutes with me, maybe a little bit more, but uh, thank you anyhow, and we'll talk to you all very soon.